Welcome to the Mom Docs Podcast. We are three chiropractors on a mission to empower moms and dads to intentionally choose health for their kids and families, to provide core principles to raise their families holistically, and to help parents take an active role in their family's health. Our goal is to provide families a philosophical approach to healthcare that steps away from the conventional and supports true health. All right, so welcome back to the Mom Docs podcast. Uh, today is a special topic. Uh, we are going to talk about Thanksgiving. So, our really our focus today, we want to give you some ways to help make Thanksgiving more impactful this year for your family. I know, especially if you have multiple children, I know this happens to me as you start thinking about Christmas and all the different events that we have going on, that it's very easy to um, you know, forget the reason for the season, let's say. So um, really the purpose you know, of Thanksgiving is giving thanks. And today we wanna talk about just the importance of gratitude and how you can cultivate gratitude within your family, especially during this, this month, this season. And, um, you know, gratitude itself, I, it's so powerful. And, um, you know, if you can shift your perspective mentally, I know for me, and I'm excited to hear from you guys, uh, how you do this in your family, but starting our day with gratitude every day, you know, not just during this time, but, I try to make a point like before I ever even get out of bed in the morning, as soon as my eyes open, if I just stop and think about like, man, what am I thankful for? Like what is going good in my life right now? What are the blessings that God has given me? And um, just spending that that moment in gratitude can actually completely change the direction and the focus of my day, even the first five minutes with my kids. You know, when they, when they wake up, if I wake up with a grateful heart, it changes your energy. And there's there's studies that show that it affects the function of your brain. You know, when you're in gratitude, it releases natural endorphins. So I really think this is a, a very timely topic for us to discuss and just give you guys some ideas of, you know, how can we be cultivating gratitude and really passing this idea onto our children and helping them build the, ha the same habits, you know, uh, around that. I could not agree with you more. Often when it comes to a health podcast and the topic of Thanksgiving, it's more about give me the healthy recipe. And we really felt like we will give you healthy recipes and ways to make the holiday more healthy for your family. But truthfully, the healthiest thing you could do for your family is give them a traditional Thanksgiving meal and spend some time this holiday season focused on cultivating a spirit of gratitude and thankfulness within your home and use this season of you know, 2020 and this time of year to really capture it and honor how important mindset is within your household. And I couldn't agree with you more, Natalie. I tend to wake up with my brain going 100 miles an hour. And I tend to, as the to-do list starts, build resentment against my husband who's maybe still in bed or my kids that are refusing to get out of their pajamas and put on their clothes. And the fact that, oh my gosh, I forgot to unpack their backpacks last night. The mornings that I wake up, early enough to either beat my kids or I'm up with my kids and I say, everybody grab a piece of paper and something to color with and we're gonna spend some quiet time this morning before we get our day going. And it can be three minutes long of me with my Bible and my journal, me with even just my journal, writing 10 things that I'm thankful for and then asking my kids, draw a picture of something that you're thankful for. And most likely it's whatever toy they've gotten recently 
but really focusing on shifting, teaching them what are the tools that they have to start building a spirit of gratitude within their own, within themselves right now, I think is really, really important. I think that's really, really good. When, when we focus on, you know, all the, the amazing blessings around us, I feel like our problems suddenly become a lot smaller. And when I look at how amazing my life already actually is, um, you know, those, again, like those problems just kind of melt away, um, anxieties, fears, worries. And, you know, there's so many unknowns and uncertainties ahead of us. Staying grounded. <laughs> Layla's trying to chime in here. Um, staying grounded and really just appreciating, you know, what we already have and the good things um, is huge. Totally. I want to, I, as we're talking about this, I was thinking about a, an example that was so powerful for me and just like shifting our focus as you're saying from, oh my gosh, what do I all need to get done today to, okay, what am I grateful for today? And I went through a stint, you know, so if you're a newer mom, you understand this and you're feeling this, that our, uh, our third baby, like Henry, he was up so often in the middle of the night and it got to the point where I was stressed out. I was tired the next day. And of course, then that would, end up leaching into the rest of my day when my husband would wake up, then I was complaining about how tired I was. And I'd get to the office and I'd, I'd continue playing that same story. And all it took for me, and I don't know what shifted this, it was probably again in the morning being like, what am I grateful for? But I shifted my focus from the annoyance of, oh my gosh, he's up again. And I like focusing on lack of sleep to this is time that I get to be with him. The girls mm -hmm. aren't bothering us. Like this is my quiet time that I get to hold my baby, love on my baby <clears throat> and just be with him. And even just that shift of focus, like gratitude, it's so powerful in your mind and the effects that it can have on just your outlook on life and your hormones and your physiology and really the experience of your entire next day. You know, when I shifted that focus, I wasn't ornery in the morning. I was again, feeling thankful. Like I got some great one-on-one -on -one time with him, you know, last night. I couldn't agree with you more and nursing third baby, knowing it's your last baby and really just trying to soak it in and just saying, this is the privilege. And there's so many women out there that desire to have children and it's not happening for them. So to understand, okay, I can complain about this or I can be thankful for this. And this is par for the course. This is part of the gig. The, this is part of the sacrifice that comes with the blessings that are involved in having children. So a couple of tools, I think that simple things that you can do to create an environment of gratitude and begin to teach your children the importance of this being like a self-directed thing is simple, simply on the car, in the car on the way to school. Just ask them, everybody tell me something you're thankful for and just get them speaking nighttime before bed during your prayers. Everyone, what's one thing that you want to thank God for today? And I think just little things like that. Sometimes we make these things more complicated than they need to be. Just what are simple moments during the day with my kids when they're fighting? I'll tell them as the fight is coming to an end, I'll say, what's one thing that you love about your brother? What's one thing that you love about your sister to remind them, okay, these are choices on how we perceive the world. And there are things I get. You're very frustrated about him taking your Pokemon. I understand that. Now what's something that you love about him so we can get our spirits right moving into the rest of our day. That's so powerful. And just creating those small habits, you know, as you're talking about that is so great in that if we can be teaching them to do that now and developing those habits, they will continue to naturally do it, you know, throughout life. And, 
you know, in this, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, some other ideas for you that, you know, to try and get this started with your kids and get them thinking in this direction. Uh, something that we do, you know, Thanksgiving week while the kids have a little bit more time off of school is we'll sit down. My girls, they love art. So this has been our thing is that we will write thank you cards, just expressing their gratitude. And that can be to their teachers, um, you know, other family members, grandparents, some ones that we came up with this year, like even the mailman or the school bus driver and just having that conversation with them, you know, they're like, well, wait, why would we make a card for the school bus driver? And I was like, because he picks you up. He takes you to school every single morning. You know, the mailman, he brings our mail every single day, um, getting them thinking in that way of, oh, you know, other human beings are doing things for me. And I'm thankful for that. So let's let them know that. And there's also that, um, you know, when you pay it forward to other people, your kids start to feel um, that warm and cozy feeling inside of like, oh, that felt nice, you know, to do something and, and be thankful for for someone else. Let's move into um, honoring our bodies on Thanksgiving. So we will talk a few minutes about um, just how to navigate Thanksgiving, how to uh, not be, you know, be honoring our bodies, you know, during this time um, with what we're eating. And I looked this up. So the typical Thanksgiving meal for the average American, they will consume 3000 calories on Thanksgiving. I saw that in the show notes and was like, holy smokes, that's like one meal. <laughs> that's ridiculous. So, so much. And, you know, I feel like, you know, Thanksgiving for us and, and you guys, how do you, how do you navigate this? We, you know, for us, it's like, okay, it's just like Halloween, as we talked about, like it's a, it's a holiday. Like we're going to celebrate it. We can have a few, you know, we might eat some things we don't normally eat. My mom's stuffing is amazing. I'm always going to, I'm always going to eat that. Um, but what are some ways that we can make this a little bit healthier and uh, not, you know, most people have that, that crash after, after the Thanksgiving meal where they have to lay on the couch. And, you know, there's, there's all that information out there of like, oh, it's the tryptophan and all the turkey that you ate that's making you tired. But I would argue it's all of the carb. It's, it's the 3000 calories. It's all of the, the added sugars that your body is trying to process. And um, I mean, even looking up your traditional stovetop that comes from a box. Like if you read the ingredients, it literally has high fructose corn syrup in it, you know, like things that you wouldn't think. So what we do is, um, you know, a, a simple tip to not, you know, you want to enjoy the day. You don't want to be tired the rest of the day after you eat Thanksgiving meal. Um, so something that I do is, you know, I load up on the protein and the, and the vegetables first. And usually, you know, we have a, a big family gathering. So there's tons of different carb options that all look good. But I will typically just gravitate towards like picking one, like what's my favorite carb that I really don't want to go out with this, you know, go without. That's the one that I'm going to put on my plate. And when you eat all of that, you find out, hey, I'm full and I didn't need like this monstrous plate filled up with a little bit of everything. I've also found that fasting the day before, the evening before, the morning of, just like it almost puts you in a deficit. So, and once I'm coming off a fast, I feel so good about myself. I'm less likely versus like, let's just say, I may or may not have done this in the past, drink a little bit too much on Wednesday night, celebrating with friends and family. 
you wake up with a bit of a hangover the next morning and you start eating poorly right from the get-go because I'm the type of person, if I don't feel good, I eat. Some people don't eat when they don't feel good. I'm like, if I eat that, that might make me feel better. Oh, that didn't work. Maybe if I eat this, that'll make me feel better. So, so taking care of myself leading up to it, I when you feel better going into it, I also think getting up and working out that morning really shifts your hormones and and I think powerfully shifts your brain to I'm in control. I'm not a victim of this day. I got up and just did a killer workout. I'm not wasting what I just did by eating something. Or if I do eat that, I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. Like it's just a day in life where you're eating things. Just, I think we put too much pressure on ourselves sometimes. I do think what you said, making sure that you're properly hydrated, making sure that you load up on proteins and vegetables on the front end will create less hunger. And then just being re really being reasonable about it I, I, we never have dessert right with the meal anyway. So spacing it out. So it's not like, okay, I'm engorged. I'm just going to keep piling things on some time, some distance, some movement. And then if we are going to go back to pumpkin pie, I'm now in a more rational frame of mind and I can take a smaller piece of it or skip it all together. That's so good. And there's, you know, some fun things that you can do and get your whole family involved, especially with, you know, with working out in the morning, there's a lot of turkey trots out there or, you know, runs for fun, especially those mornings, um, as you mentioned, to be able to, you know, when you work out, it naturally makes you crave healthier food. So even if it's a, you know, sometimes I, I you know, sleeping over at a family's house, I don't have access to the gym and it's up here in the north where it's freezing out in the morning. So even a quick, like I'm doing 50 push-ups, 50 squat jumps, you know, running up and down the stairs, like a quick, quick workout, just even that gets your blood flowing, it gets the right hormones flowing that actually will help you crave healthier foods and, and um, improve your metabolism for the day. So some other tips that you can do, you know, trying some different recipes this year, especially if you're bringing a dish to pass. That's my trick. Whenever we're going somewhere, I will for sure make sure that I'm bringing like a healthy vegetable meal so that I know, you know, we know the meat's going to be provided. We know there's gonna be plenty of carbs, but I'm going to bring a vegetable that I know my kids will eat, you know, so that's for sure going to get put on their plates when we're going through the line um, at Thanksgiving, trying different recipes. You know, a simple tip is just making the same foods that we love with healthier ingredients, you know, instead of using canned green beans this year, maybe, you know, buy the fresh green beans and make the same green bean casserole with more live nutrient dense foods. Uh, another trick that I love is instead of the mashed potatoes, we'll actually use, um, we'll make cauliflower mashed potatoes and you just steam the cauliflower and you put it in a blender with a dash of cream, some butter, some garlic, some salt, and you blend that up and you have uh, a, you know, a vegetable side that my kids don't even know the difference, you know, between that and mashed potatoes. So there's some fun different ideas. We're going to post some of our favorite recipes for Thanksgiving. I love pumpkin and pumpkin bars are my favorite with the cream cheese frosting. So that's the recipe that I'm going to post that it's made with almond flour and pumpkin and spices. It's actually, um, I would argue, healthy for you. Um, so there's some fun alternatives that you can find um, to really enjoy, you know, this season without setting your health back. There's also that mindset of, you know, we we as a family like try to live fairly healthy 90% of the time. And so going into Thanksgiving, um, give yourself some grace, you know, enjoy the meaning of it, being with family, being with friends. Don't be too hard on yourself with the food. But, you know, if you start your day right with gratitude, with a good workout, um, I think it's really easy to carry that kind of mindset throughout the day and, and not overdo it as you get into the Thanksgiving feast. We are so thankful for all of our listeners. We hope you have a wonderful holiday with family and friends. Stay safe, and we will see you next week. 
Thanks for joining us today on the MomDocs podcast. If you enjoyed listening to the show, the greatest compliment you can give is to share this with others and leave us a review on iTunes. By subscribing to our podcast, you'll never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.